Hello, my spooky friends, and welcome back to After the Ever, or if you're new here, welcome, your podcast dedicated to all things paranormal and macabre, hosted by yours truly, me, the Pumpkin Queen. So it's the day before Thanksgiving when I'm recording this, and I do have to say I have a lot to be grateful for, handsome, healthy husband, beautiful, healthy daughter, All the fur babies and naked cats are happy and healthy, so I'm excited to spend tomorrow with family. A couple of new things I added to my spooky doll collection, which I'm super excited about. So I got this doll. It's from the 1940s. I added him to my collection. It's what they call a triple-faced doll. So... He has this little knob on the top of his head, and as you spin it, you get three different expressions. I thought, I will never, ever find anything like this again, so he had to come home with me. Not yet posted any pictures of him. I probably should get on that so you guys can check him out. Let's see what else. Oh, I booked a return trip to Salem next October. I know it's a whole year away but it's just a magical place and it's always worth the wait. That's all I think I have for updates right now, but I do have a question for all my spooky friends out there. Have any of you guys heard of Zozo, the Ouija board demon? Zozo has allegedly harassed hundreds of people via the Ouija board, but is this demonic force from the spirit world or just from our own imagination. When Darren Evans from Tulsa, Oklahoma wrote about his horrifying experience with the Ouija board demon named Zozo in 2009, it was insane. It went viral. The Zozo demon Evans claimed had come to him multiple times in various states The demon sometimes presented to be a different spirit, lied or tried to convince Evan that it was someone else. Eventually, though, the Zozo demon couldn't help but make his true malevolent self known. And as it turns out, the tales of Zozo the demon go back at least 200 years. Darren Evans told his story about Zozo the Demon for the first time on March 24th in 2009 on an online forum for True Ghost Stories. So I'm going to do something a little different. Instead of like summarizing Darren's story, I'm just going to go ahead and read it to you. His story told by him in his own words. So without further ado... This episode is a paranormal legend, so grab your blanket, light your candles, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. Who or what is Zozo the Demon? My name is Darren, and I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am currently 40 years old and have held a fascination with the occult since an early age. I've had many bizarre experiences with Ouija boards, and I am writing this as a warning to people that bad things can happen because of these portals. Parker Brothers don't care if a demon possesses you or if you come under some type of attack. 
from something you know nothing about. The majority of people from the United States hold a skeptical view regarding the scientific evidence of spirits or ghosts. And many people who believe in these things also believe that it's for this very reason that ghosts and poltergeists occur here and exist under the radar, so to speak. These Ouija boards are manufactured under the precept that they are just mere toys. Let me tell you firsthand, they are not toys and should be used with strict caution. Probably should not be messed with at all. Other countries take a more open mind. Other countries take an more open-minded view of spirits, demons, and ghosts. And many, many cultures have based entire religions from some of these very beliefs. During my experiences with the Ouija boards, one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make its presence known. Its name is Z-O-Z-O. Today, I refuse to even pronounce its name as I believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself. Quick pause, as Darren mentioned, he won't pronounce the demon's name, but for the podcast story, I'm just going to go ahead and use it. Okay, back to the story. Too many times to count, it has first pretended to be a nice spirit or pretended to be whomever I was actually trying to contact. But eventually, it showed its true self, cussing at me, threatening me and others present in the room. Once it actually cussed me, using what it looked like to be Latin or Hebrew, and using biblical terminology. I don't know how that would quite translate on a Ouija board, but I'm going with it. I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times Zozo showed up, even in many different states and many different Ouija boards. It always wound up being very nasty and commented freely about how it wanted to possess my girlfriend, possess my girlfriend, and take them to paradise. When asked where paradise was, it spelled out hell. One time, after Zozo was being extremely evil, I walked into my bedroom only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown. Bathroom, that's what it meant to say. I walked into my bathroom only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown. Her mother had left her alone in the tub for just a second, and somehow the water got turned up and was overflowing. Instinctively, She had her face tilted up and was seconds away from going under the water when I grabbed her. The next day, she was hospitalized for some weird internal infection and was put in isolation for 14 days straight. The doctors tried to diagnose the illness. We almost lost her. And that's when I began to suspect a demonic attack. At the same time, my girlfriend maintained a trance-like state. Her personality changed from a very sweet person to withdrawn and uncaring. Zozo said before this all happened that it was going to possess her and eat her soul. 
I was recording music for a future rock project and I remember jokingly asking if it had an opinion on what I should name the band. So basically he asked the Ouija board what he should name his band. It spelled out Iron Tongue, which at the time I thought was pretty cool. Only to later when my daughter's tongue swelled up in the hospital to the point of asphyxiation, I realized this wasn't cool at all. Her tongue became rock hard and distorted her face, swelling up where it was just hung grotesquely from her mouth. We took turns bedside at the hospital for what seemed like forever before my daughter began to recover from this strange affliction. What the hell? That would be terrifying. When guests would spend the night in our house, they would claim that they heard frightening voices coming from inside the walls. Alright, that's creepy. Objects would be thrown across the room, and spiders seemed to come from nowhere. My girlfriend's brother, whom lived with us, complained he couldn't sleep at night because the conversations were so loud that he simply could not rest. He believed in ghosts, and though he wasn't afraid of them, he said it definitely felt demonic. Lights would come off and on by themselves. Doors would open and unlock themselves. One night in our bedroom, a vicious laughter emanated from thin air. And to this day, I cannot explain the terror in that laughter. One night, I was awakened by what felt like hands on my throat choking me. I could not breathe. I could not scream. After about 30 seconds, it released its grip and I gasped for air. The same thing happened to my girlfriend the next night. Another night, me and her brother were standing just outside the back porch sliding glass door when we were talking about a supposed curse of their family. I abruptly exclaimed, I rebuke this curse in the name of Jesus Christ. I no longer finished saying those exact words when a deafening sound and vibration struck the entire house with, with such an alarming boom that the neighbors had to come over and ask if I had heard something strange. I knew it wasn't our imagination. I got out the ladder to see what had landed on top of the house, only to find nothing. Things settled down after that, and to this day, I believe that whatever made that noise also caused the disturbance to go away. Well, for a while. My girlfriend broke up with me and I met someone online in Michigan where I moved up there to be with her. She didn't believe in spirits and although I knew better, I decided to make her a believer as well. Living in a very small town in Marshall, Michigan, there were no stores that sold Ouija boards, so I downloaded one from the internet. I printed it out, and to my horror, Zozo returned. It said it came from cyberspace, and when I asked it where it lived, it spelled Skull Necklace. We didn't think much of it until I asked it again where it was, this time spelling Mirror. There was only one mirror in the bedroom 
where we crouched down on the floor, and I heard a scream coming from her seven-year-old niece who was watching us with another young friend. We looked up at the mirror and saw the skull necklace swaying back and forth with glowing eyes looking down at us. Okay. This is creepy. I hate it when mirrors get brought into things too because when you start to see distorted pictures and things in the mirror, it's super creepy. My new girlfriend's son had hung the necklace on one of the posts of the waterbed hours before I downloaded a paper Ouija board. We almost jumped out of our skin and although three feet of fresh snow had fallen that night, we all found ourselves in the front yard not knowing what to do, scared and frozen in terror. My girlfriend was so fascinated she drove 40 miles to purchase a new glow-in-the-dark Ouija board, much to my dismay. The next night, we had another session in the same room. Zozo immediately came forth, and even without me being a participant. My girlfriend's nieces were using the planchette, and I would secretly write down a color onto a small piece of paper, then crumple it up where no one else could see. I asked the young girls to ask the board if they knew what color I had written down. It quickly scooted to yes, and then spelled out blue. I remember chills coursing up and down my spine as I threw the wadded up paper to my girlfriend. Her eyes widened as she read the written color blue. Then we tried the same thing with shapes and words. And every single time, the board knew. One night, we asked the board if a spirit would show itself. It spelled yes and told me to turn out the lights and take a picture of the necklace above the board. So I did just that. And what turned out is as eerie as it can be. On the upper left-hand corner of the picture, you can plainly see winged skeletons flying about. And they are of the exact same weird shape of this skateboarder's skeleton necklace. Towards the middle, you can make out hideous faces. I have seen it at least four evil faces in this pe- in this picture. I've seen at least four evil faces in this picture. I took this picture about six years ago. People have stolen it off the paranormal websites claiming they took it when I know truthfully it was me. I've sent the picture to several experts, and they have all said they cannot explain the images inside. As if all this wasn't strange enough, now comes the really scary part. A few months ago, I googled the word Zozo. To my shock, many other people have also been contacted by the same name. I read about 20 similar stories, and I am now convinced this simply cannot be a mere coincidence. Supposedly, Zozo is an ancient demon name, which possibly stands for the Destroyer. Claims of demonic possession are associated with this Zozo, 
and I feel it's my duty to warn people to steer clear from this if it happens to present itself during a Ouija board session. I'm currently researching this phenomena for a future book. Heed my warnings, people. If you are playing around with a Ouija board and you jokingly ask if it has a name and it spells out Zozo, close the session properly. Cleanse the house. Never, I repeat, never ask it again. And if you are brave enough to carry on conversations with the spirit, do not antagonize it or act on its directions. I know what I have seen, and I know other people have also come into contact with the spirit. It is dangerous beyond words. I realize not every session results in negativity, but when you play with this Zozo, you are playing with fire. Everything I have described here is true, and I'm not exaggerating one bit. It may take me years, but I do intend on writing a book about this, as I have many more stories that I do not have time to mention here. They all stem from true events that took place while talking to Zozo. And this was sent in here, like I said before, by Darren Wayne, copyright 2009. So I don't know, guys. I'm going to post this episode, and obviously I'll post it on Instagram. So in the comments, let me know. Do you believe, Darren, or do you all think this is just a trick of the mind? All right, a little bit more about the Ouija board demon. There's every reason to believe that, you know, Darren made all of this up, but his story caught on for a reason. He isn't the only person who claims to have been attacked by Zozo the demon. Hundreds have described their own harrowing experiences. Even more so, the occurrences seem to be so popular that a film on the Zozo demon, I Am Zozo, was released in 2012. Darren also made an appearance on the popular show Ghost Adventures in an effort to contact Zozo again. Seems to me like he's a little obsessed with this and he's playing with fire. All of these stories regarding Zozo the demon are more or less the same. Someone will sit down to play with a Ouija board or anything even remotely resembling one. Some people make it out of paper or whatever they have. Sometimes people will meet the demon on a Ouija app or even scribbling a makeshift board. At first, they are all they all think that they're talking to the spirit of some dead relative. They ask questions and they'll be startled just about how much the spirit seems to know about their loved one's life. And then suddenly, the arrow will start to fly between the letters Z-O. Zio, and that's when the threats begin. The Ouija will spell out obscenities and blasphemies and promise to drag one's firstborn son down to hell. One woman added to the forum saying, My nephew started running around the house screaming, Zozo, 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 and we frantically made him stop. The next morning, my nephew wakes me up. And as we're waking up, he asks if he can go get breakfast. So I put him in the car and I pull out the driveway. And not 
two minutes later, the car runs a stop sign and slams into us. So this is what some woman added to that forum, the same one Darren's was on. All of these accounts on this forum is pretty crazy. I'll make sure I put links below so y'all can check these out on your own. Like I said before, it looks like Zozo has shown up for more than 200 years. The oldest Zozo story comes from 1816. Um, it's a book, Dictionnaire Infernal by Colin De Plancy. De Plancy tells a story of a young girl who claimed to be possessed by three demons named Mimi, Capulet, and Zozo. The girl went down the street on all fours, like crawling on, or walking on all fours, sometimes forward, sometimes backwards. Sometimes she walked on her hands, feet straight in the air, and at risk of putting passersby in her tracks. I really don't know if I would, what I would do if I saw some girl walking or running down the street on all fours or like doing a handstand and just walking down the street. Her strange movements, the girls had told people, were commanded by the demons who possessed her. This created enough of a commotion that a priest came to perform an exorcism on her. When Zozo the demon left her body, it was said the window in the room was completely shattered. Okay, so this super creepy. Kind of gives me like Amityville vibes, sort of, but not really. This is a pretty crazy story. This was fun to research. I loved it a lot. You guys are going to have to let me know. What do you think? Is Zozo imaginary? Is it real? Have you guys had any experiences? Oh, I would love to hear those. Reach out to me on Instagram if you have. Tell me your stories. I want to hear them all. Well, my spooky friends, that is all she wrote for today's episode. If you want to help support the podcast, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast at. Follow me on Instagram at after the ever. DM me, like I said, if you have any listener stories or suggestions for our next episode. Thank you all for listening. I hope you guys, if you are all, if all you guys are celebrating the upcoming holidays, I hope you guys have an amazing time with your family. If you are not celebrating holidays, I still hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and a fantastic weekend. So until next time, stay spooky and to the Wolfman.